Throughout the Bible, many express their lament to God. In the book of Psalms, the book of worship, complaints, anger, frustrations, tears and bitterness were often laid bare upon the table. People of Jesus' day would show their sorrow by wearing scratchy sackcloth, tearing their clothes, putting ashes on their face and head. Somewhere along the way, however, we began to think that this was not okay. So we do the opposite. We wipe the tears from our eyes, put on our best clothes, our best smiles to show God and others that we are handling our problems just fine. Tonight is an opportunity to be honest with God. It is an opportunity to acknowledge our loneliness, our sorrow, our grief, and our sadness. It is an invitation to let the disappointments we carry bring us in a deeper relationship with God. I have said before, many think the mountaintop experiences are what draws us closer to God. But tonight, I want us to consider the ways that God works powerfully in darkness. Mm. In fact, the very first words we find in scripture, Genesis chapter one, verses one and two, tells us, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. We do not get to the famous words, let there be light, until verse 3. But let us not get ahead of ourselves. There was something going on before that. The earth was formless and empty. Yet God's Spirit was present there, hovering in the midst of that darkness. Tonight, we may feel empty, but there's hope, my friends, hope of the Spirit stirring in our darkness, laying the groundwork for the anticipation of a powerful new day. Later on, God's people were wondering in the wilderness. God called Moses to him on Mount Sinai. God's presence became associated with this mountain, yet was surrounded by thick clouds and darkness. Exodus chapter 20, verse 21 says, the people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick cloudness where God was. God entered, Moses entered the, the wilderness. He entered that darkness where God was. In Psalms, David answered to God, where can I go from your spirit? I flee from your presence. If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. Moses entered the darkness where God was. Even in the midst 
or what seems scary, disoriented, confusing. We know that God is there. God is with us. Take a moment to reflect on the times you have sensed God's presence with you, even in the darkness. Maybe a phone call from a friend, a song that played on the radio just in time, a word from the scripture that spoke to you. Or maybe even here in this place tonight, you sense that God is near. We call this season Advent, in a time where we remember the coming of Jesus on a dark night so long ago. We rush to put up our Christmas trees, to decorate our homes, to see bright lights and tinsels on every corner. Yet, those who were waiting and hoping for a Messiah to appear was living in a very dark time. They had gone on for generations and generations, being separated from each other, being ruled by others, feeling as though God had abandoned them. Isaiah describes them as those living in a land of deep darkness. But hear the words of hope that he offers. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 3 tells us, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in darkness, the light will shine on them. Later on in this same chapter, we hear the promise of what that light will be like. For unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. If you're walking in darkness tonight, this story is your story. There's hope for you. For the great light has come into our world, and his name is Jesus. Amen.